It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. Okay, so Dale, I have a question here that was asked by George. Now, before we get into George's question, I just want to remind everyone of our best question bonus giveaway. Now, this is an ongoing giveaway where all you have to do to be entered is to send your question into us and you will automatically be entered into a drawing for one of Dale's transformational courses. So it's a win-win. You get your question answered and you get entered for a chance to win a transformational course of Dale that can change your life and further impact it for the better forever. So with that, all you got to do is send your question to askdale at askdaleanything.com. That's askdale at askdaleanything.com. Now back to George's question. So George asks, how do I connect with my guides? as I guess he's referring to him, his spirit guides. I would like to hear and know that they are communicating with me. I have never felt certain that they are present. Please help. Well, this is a a great question for a couple of reasons. So the, first of all, everybody has at least uh, two or three guides guides in the non-physical world, guides that for the most part, you can't see with your physical eyes or you can't hear with your physical ears. To be able to connect with one of your guides or feel, sense, hear, whatever it is that your guide might be communicating to you, it's done more on a telepathic level or on a sensory feeling-oriented level. So it's somewhat similar to, you know, the dream space. When we go to sleep at night, you know, at some point we, we have a dream. And then that dream sometimes, actually many times, will give us very specific information into either our psyche or into the way that we're living our life or where we're to maybe be, be make, where we're to be making some changes in the way we're living our life. And in doing so, similar to our guides, it uses a different languaging system, different to that of the languaging system that we are using right now here today, Mickey, as we are connecting and connecting with our listening audience and so on, or our viewing audience. And so that's number, that's the first part of this answer is we've got to understand that the system in which the guides are using to connect with us is different than the system for languaging or for communication that we use here in this third dimensional reality. And so in that, their system is more on a telepathic or on a feeling sensory level, meaning your guide could be literally standing right behind you or right after the side of you. And it's attempting to get something through to you. 
And there's a moment where you're receptive enough because you're moving slower, you're a little more relaxed, let's say. Um, and it's able then to uh, send that message and have you actually receive it. Even though the guide is, you could say, standing only four or five feet away from you in this case, but the guide is not standing in this 3D world. The guide is standing possibly in the upper part of the 3D world, more than likely in the lower part of the 4D world. So, so it's a different world. Again, it's like your dream space. It's a different space than that of your waking space in terms of how everything's been set up and, and most certainly when we communicate or when it communicates with us from that space. And so here, wherever that guide is, so that even though that guide is standing right next to us, but that guide is still standing in its own dimensional space, it just in this case, the guide has the advantage of being able to spot us usually before we can spot it because it's usually in a, in a space that has less limitation. It has less constraints. So in our 3D world, in the 3D world, there's all kinds of limitation here. There's all kinds of constraints here. <clears throat> Just like your waking world versus your dream world. Your dream world doesn't have the same level of constraints or restrictions that your waking world has. So your dream world always has the advantage to see something from a shall we say, even a greater perspective than we sometimes do when we're simply only operating from within our waking space. Same thing with the guide. The guide is able to see something that's going on with us, the guide that's been, the guide that's been assigned to us, that's in service to us by that of the universe or spirit or God. And so the guide, because it's in a little bit of a higher space, um, it doesn't have the same level of constraint or restrictions so therefore it can see something or it can come to know something about us uh, before we might ever come to know it or ultimately see it and, and better yet actually experience it. So in this case, the guide could be standing next to us as the guide standing next to, it, next, uh, next to us. It's waiting for a moment of receptivity, meaning, George, what you've got to do and, and whether you do this consciously or you might even do this unconsciously, where all of a sudden you just have a moment where you're just really relaxed. You're really relaxed. Everything inside of you is very calm. And let's say one of your guides wants to get through to you in this case. Well, now you've increased the odds dramatically for that guide or guides to get a message through to you. So, and this could happen, yeah, quite frankly, you'd be laying on the sofa watching a real nice movie. And all of a sudden you just get, you could say flooded with an awareness around a specific message or a specific thought or a specific course of direction, you get flooded in your physical cells where you just now know that you know this is what you're to do next, or you know that you know that in this case, your guide just spoke to you and said to you, George, I want you to back off on this person, or I want you to call this person or I want you to do this, or I want you to stop doing that. Uh, whatever it is, you get flooded with that message through this awareness. So when the guide is speaking, the guide is speaking in a way, in terms of using its, its languaging system, where it's more sensory. So it's, it's going to be, either you're gonna feel it in your body, where you're gonna feel it as in like a flooding. So um, uh, where, and 
you know, you don't, you're not even expecting this. Uh, in fact, it's not a good idea to expect these types of messages in this way, because that in itself can keep you in a non-receptive state. Uh, versus when you're just a little more relaxed and you're thinking about something else, like watching it, uh, your favorite movie uh, or a real awesome movie, and now you're relaxed enough, your mind is calm enough, and all of a sudden your guide is there, maybe has been there for the last couple of days, attempting to or getting ready to get this message through, and now there's that opening, bamo, all of a sudden it just floods your body with awareness. You just become aware. You become aware, you have a moment of like where I'm wide awake all of a sudden. Uh, sometimes this can happen in the middle of the night where, um, you know, you, let's say your bedtime's 10, 30 or 11 o'clock at night. Uh, you go to bed, you're feeling pretty relaxed as you're getting ready for bed. You lay down in bed, your head goes to the pillow. Within a couple of minutes, you drop deep and, and you're really deep. And literally a half an hour later in linear time, all of a sudden you're flooded with an awareness, just flooded. Um, or it could also, speaking of the dream space, your guide can come through a dream and where all of a sudden it's like this, what appears to you as a wiser being speaking directly to you in the dream. And you know you're being spoken to and you know what you're being spoken is pure wisdom for you that's personalized to you and the way you're living your life or whatever it is that you're to be paying attention to in current time. And all of a sudden you wake up out of this deep sleep and then you're like, and you're kind of wowed by it. And then you look over at your clock and you realize you've only been sleeping for 30 minutes. And so it can happen in that type of a setting. But again, it's all because you're more relaxed. You're more relaxed. Your mind is calmer. Uh, you're in a state of non-resistance. Um, and so it makes it really easy for it to come through. Another way in how the guide can come through um, is through imagery. So where all of a sudden you just get an image. You get an image of seeing yourself doing something, seeing yourself pulling out of something, um, seeing yourself um, calling somebody, uh, seeing yourself maybe doing something for somebody. Um, it's a very specific image. Or it could also be um, a symbolic image where it's an image like all of a sudden, I don't know, I'm, I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm making this up here as an example. But let's say you see a, all of a sudden you're showing this basket of apples as an image. And you're like, why would I be looking at a basket of apples right now? Um, I don't even like apples. Um, and it could be because maybe you're starting, you're, you're to start juicing on apples um, and you're start juicing on apples because of uh, the malic acid that's found in apples, especially apple juice and how it opens up the liver to get the liver to start to release something that the liver needs to start releasing. Again, I'm just making this up now, uh, but it is another example in terms of answering your question. And that could definitely come from, you know, one of your guides. So your guides, uh, everybody has at least a couple of them. And, and sometimes you, you get a specialized guide, depending on who you are and where you're at along your journey, um, what you do in life. So for example, you, you could get a specialized health guide um, where this guide is just specializes in health. Um, 
in other words, knows a lot about health. And so in the example I just gave about the image with the basket of apples and so on and so forth, that could be a health guide, literally given an image and you're driving down the interstate, or you're driving down the highway and all of a sudden, bam, oh, this image comes up out of nowhere. At the beginning, it means nothing to you, but if you explore it a little further, especially if the image stays around, right? That could be one of your guides communicating to you because again, it's languaging system is different than the languaging system that we're using right now. So really, really important. So anyhow, I'll, I'll stop there. And if there's a follow-up, then Mickey, please um, present the follow-up question to me as well. Yes, there, there are several. So uh, the first one would be to you know take that further. I, I know you said there was that was another example. Is it possible that our guides can speak to us through our environment, such as like through animals in nature, making sounds or appearances um, to act as confirmations for something that maybe we're either thinking about or speaking about or are to be doing? Well, not only is it possible, it happens all the time. Uh, again, if we go back to what I said in the earlier part of my answer, it's all comes a question of how receptive are you? I mean, from the guide's perspective, when the guide wants to get through to us, that's what it has to wait for. I mean, I know of situations where some guides have been waiting for, quite frankly, years to get through to somebody because there's no point of receptivity, the way they live their life. They're way too mental. In other words, they live in their heads so much. They're always trying so hard. They're always busy, 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 most of which what they're doing, they're not really accomplishing anything. They're just busy stuff that they're engaged in to make it look good. Um, but what's really going on, you know, they're afraid to be quiet. They're that type of person, just afraid to go into the quiet, afraid to go into the silence. And so, so therefore, their receptivity is just not that strong. So in the case of a guide, a guide sometimes will wait for us to go into nature because that's the only place where we're receptive. Because when we're living in the city, the hustle bustle, always on the move, always on the go, we don't have any time for anyone or anything we're maybe even a little more too much on the self-centered side and so on and so forth. Well, that's how I'm living my life. It's almost impossible for the, for any of my guides to get through to me. And yet if I go out camping and I go out camping for a couple of nights, I might find myself being pleasantly surprised with the quality and depth of my dreams. I might find myself being completely surprised with the little messages that all of a sudden I'm picking up on the hiking trail while I'm out hiking during my camping trip and so on. Because now, now two things happen. Uh, number one, of course, in nature, nature is already receptive. It, that's what it comes down to is how receptive are you really? And so nature is very receptive which means now the guide can come through a butterfly. The guide can come through a, uh, a fox. The guide can come through, quite frankly, a snake. The guide can come through a wild animal if it needed to. The guide can come through a plant. The guide can actually uh, go ahead and shake a tree that's right next to you. 
to startle you as a way to get your attention. Uh, the guide can come through a particular rock or rock formation. Oh yeah, it's true. There's so many possibilities. It's really infinite. Um, it's like the universe. It's infinite in its possibilities of where our guides can come through in nature. This is why it's such a good idea uh, for all of us to go hiking, even if just once every couple of weeks, you know, um, and even if it's only just for 30 minutes, because you, it, you're purposely putting yourself in nature and where it increases the odds. There's not a guarantee. Isn't it? it doesn't mean to say it's going to happen every time, because once again, it all it all comes back to how receptive are we, right? Because the truth is your guide can come and speak to you uh, in the privacy of your own bedroom. It often at least attempts to. But, you know, somebody that has to have the television set on all night while they're sleeping. Well, good luck to the guide. The guide trying to get through to that person, it's, it's almost impossible. Partly because the guide's got to find a way to work through the noise of the television set that's playing in the background while this person is so-called sleeping, you see. And so uh, there's many possibilities here uh, with nature, with animals, with plant life, with the mineral kingdom. Um, it just, it's, it really is a wonderful thing. But all of that still comes back to the driver, if you will, and that is, is how receptive are we? Our guides are commissioned, spiritually speaking, to be in service to us. Their job is to assist us and now their job is not to make any decisions on our behalf. They cannot tell us what to do. And if they do, they go into a violation of law and that would not be good for them. So, you know, the guides, the, 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 usually, especially if you get a wiser guide, <clears throat> a wiser guide, all that means is they've been down this path a few times where they have violated universal law in terms of whoever they were serving. And then they created some karma for themselves. And as a result of creating that karma for themselves, at some point to resolve that karma, that would mean learning your lessons, right? And so they've learned some lessons. And so they gain wisdom in that. And they get to the point where as a guide, uh, if you have one of those type of guides in your corner, is um, they can only be there to do just that, guide you, period. That's it, to guide you. That's it. You're still got to make the decision. You still got to make the choice. You still got to commit to the action. You still got to face your own fear, deal with your own stuff and so on. Right. But they, that's why we call them a guide. They're there to guide us, period. So this is just fascinating, Dale. Now, I have a feeling that other people have this question, too, besides me, which is just the natural lead in from where you were just at. How are we to know the difference between our guides and our higher self? Like, what is the significant difference between the two? And do they work in the same way? Are they, or are they in fact different? Well, they are different, clearly. They are different as in the, uh, the guide, the guide is there to guide you. Your higher self is also there to guide you, but your higher self is the part of you that you're ultimately to be become. Um, or it's to become you. Uh, in other words, you're to embody that higher, greater self, your most authentic self. 
And so therein lies a big difference because you're not to embody your guide um, and your guide is not to embody you. Your guide is to be just there to guide you. Another difference between the higher self and the guide is the guide uh, is usually going to be just a little more specialized. And I say a little bit more. So some guides are very specialized. And then some guides are just a little bit specialized, so to speak. Um, in other words, they have, you could say, uh, at least some of them do, they have somewhat of a limitation to how far they can go. Because a guide like, a, like you, you know, you too have a limitation to how far you can go, unless you get in there and you clear out that limitation. Um, they have an inner container, just like you have. Right. And that inner container, wherever it's really at, that's where it's at. So if your inner container is, you know, uh, you know, this size, uh, you know, around you, meaning a, a 12 inch circumference uh, that your inner container consists of. And so your guide might have uh, an inner circumference of also 12 inches. Right. So that's as far as they can go. Whereas your and that's also the far, as far as you can go, unless you get in there and you begin to expand that inner container, which you can do. Uh, we all can do. In fact, the masters who have gone before us, from their start point to becoming a master, they've expanded their container greatly, we'll say. Uh, and so the guide, the same thing. The, the guide, there are some guides where they have a smaller container. And then there are other guides that have a larger container. What gets you to have a guide that has a larger container, it's pretty obvious, right? You would need to have somewhat of an equivalent container in terms of having expanded it. And if this is what you've been doing in the course of your life experience, expanding your container, then this would qualify for you possibly getting a new guide, a new guide every so often. So somebody who grows a lot in the course of their life, who transforms a lot in the course of their life, who transcends a lot in the course of their life, that somebody is, you know, whatever guides that they started with, uh, 10 years later, they get a new set of guides. If they continue on in their own conscious progressive evolution, they'll get another new set of guides. And by the time they turn 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100 years of age, their guides at the level of when they're 90 years of age, vibrationally wise, are in a whole different category than the guides that they originally had when they were first born into that particular life experience, you see. But that's because that individual has been expanding their inner container. They really have been growing and maturing and healing and transforming and evolving. And therefore, the guides, by law, have to reflect that. And so in this case, you might have a guide that, you know, uh, again, in its guidance is somewhat limited to what it can give you. Whereas your higher self, the part, the higher part of you, the greater part of you, the part of you that is the divine spark to the divine, to the God, that part of you, that part of you already has a much greater scope when it comes to you and quite frankly over you 
than your guide more than likely has. So therefore, when your guide is giving you guidance, that guidance is usually gonna be very specific um, and it's going to be somewhat honed in on a certain part of your life that that guide was assigned to watch over for you. Your higher self, on the other hand, your higher self as the overseer. So as the overseer, your higher self, literally, number one, it knows all the guides that are on board. So let's say you have three guides, let's say. So your higher self knows all three guides and knows what each, what each of those three guides are capable of. And so your higher self is like, you could say like the leader, right? The grandfather here or the grandmother here of us, us individually, that is. And so it gets that overview. And at any point, your higher self can drop in and be very specific with you. Uh, for those of you that have been in our dream course um, or are currently in the dream course, uh, you know that you can have a higher self dream. And a higher self dream is, I mean, it's unique. It's very powerful. It's really special. It can be profoundly beneficial. This is where your higher self drops down and literally themes the entire dream experience. And if you know how to decipher this or decode this and really work with this well, boy, talk about a blessing that just keeps on giving for days on end after you come out of that dream. So, but that's your higher self. Your higher self is overseeing. And so when it comes in, it's coming in from that greater picture of you or that larger scope. So your higher self, you could say, is like literally living if we look at a story building, right? And let's say there's 45 stories in that building, 45 floors, your higher self's at the 45th floor where your guide might be at the 14th floor. You see the difference here now? It's, it's the capacity. It's not right or wrong. It just is. And so your, your higher self, your higher self can also pull in the guide. Your higher self can basically further commission in a very direct way to that of one of your guides to do something very specific and stay on task and continue to stay on task until you finally become receptive enough to be able to receive whatever that is that your guide, or in this case, your higher self is intending to get through to you. Okay, this is super cool. <laughs> I was like completely fascinated by this. So final question here. Yeah. Our masters that have gone before us on earth, like Jesus or archangels such as Michael, are they possible guides for some of us? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Any of the ascended masters, uh, like a Jesus, like an archangel, Michael or Gabriel or Raphael and so on, um, absolutely they can serve in that way. Uh, they can serve either on an individual level, and that's going to depend on a number of different things. Um, and then of course they serve on a collective level as well. So they have the capacity to do both. So usually it's a combination of those two, just like you see here in form when you're in the presence of a master that's in form, meaning in physical form. Um, 
that they too have the exact same, or not maybe the exact same capacity, but a similar capacity where they can serve both an individual as well as a collective. They can do a combination of both, all depending on where they're at along their journey um, as a master uh, in that of their own right, but a master that's in physical form. Very cool. I, I'm so glad that we got into this topic of discerning between, you know, the two, the higher self and the guides and how they can work in tandem on your behalf. That is like the coolest information for us to know, Dale. Well, you know, as I often say that, um, you know, uh, people that are struggling through those feelings of loneliness, and as we've seen, some people get stuck in them and then they possibly commit suicide as a result of the, these feelings, feelings of loneliness, meaning they start to, they can start to convince themselves that they are just alone in this universe. And it just isn't true. It just isn't true. Um, that whoever that person is that's struggling with those types of feelings, what's true is they still have their guides and they still have their higher self. They are not completely alone. Um, now they might be alone from other physical beings in their world because maybe they've pushed everybody away through whatever their means have been to, you know, to do that. Um, so that's a possibility, but then even then there could be somebody in their world that they, that they've attempted to push away physically, but that's somebody because of where they're at along their own evolutionary path is still able to be with them more energetically speaking. In other words, it doesn't require them to, whenever they're with them, doesn't require them to be with them in their own physical form. They can be with them spiritually or, or, or energetically, um, which also qualifies, they're still not alone. Even though that person, when they're dealing with these deeper, darker feelings of loneliness, if they're not cautious and mindful here, they can easily get sucked in to this belief, so to speak, that they're all alone in this world. And when in fact, they're not all alone. Um, so that's one of the, uh, the best things about all of this is that if you're one of those that's working through those feelings of loneliness is for you to have at least somebody in your world or you're going somewhere to access these type of teachings, um, you're purposely immersing yourself in some kind of a life enriching, life enriching environment uh, where there's somebody that's further along than you are to help remind you of these sorts of things so that you don't step into that trap and start to convince yourself that you're all alone when in fact, you're really not all alone, that you do have help, you do have support, even when you're not able to recognize it. Beautiful. It's such a wonderful thing to remind us all of is that we are never truly alone because it, as you've said before, you know, these are just feelings and feelings are temporary. They aren't, they aren't our identity. They're not who we are. So I'm really glad that you reminded everyone of that, Dale. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lastly to that, even with the feelings too, and it comes back to the question, uh, uh, George's question there around the guides. So if I get stuck in my own feelings, what that ultimately means in relation to my guides, for the most part, even though my guides could be around me, but they can't get through. 
Because if I get stuck in those feelings, that means I've lost my receptivity. And if I lose that receptivity, which seems to happen a lot these days, meaning with a lot of people, or at least that's been my experience of many of the people that I have the honor of working with and supporting, where they just, it's almost like a default pattern where they default to this place and they start acting like and thinking like and even convincing themselves that they're all alone when in fact they're not alone. And, but when they're doing that, what's really going on, they're stuck in a pool of feeling. They're stuck in a pool of emotion, their own emotion. They're just stuck temporarily, mind you, but they're stuck there. And once you, if and when we get stuck there, then wherever, wherever we were at prior to, in terms of our receptivity, we've now lost that receptivity temporarily, mind you, because obviously if you get unstuck, then you can get back into your receptivity, which means when it comes to your guides or help, you know, and, and some of this is almost like a no brainer. You can also look at in your life, uh, for those of us that have somebody really special in our life, I'm not talking about our true love now. Uh, and yet it could be a true love, I suppose, but somebody that's just really in our corner that really has our back that knows us really well and that's always there to assist us or support us or to help us through whatever the trying times are that we're going through. Um, and whoever that person is, or maybe you have a couple of those types of people in your world, right? That it's really good that we have someone like that in our life. Because when we get stuck in this pool of emotion or feeling, then we can reach out to that particular person. Because as I often say, it is not healthy to stay stuck in that pool of emotion for longer than a couple of hours at any given time. And even though that said, I, I've witnessed so many people that not only do they get stuck in that place, I've witnessed people stay stuck in that place for sometimes weeks, not hours, weeks. It is not healthy. And we don't really need to do that given that we do have support, not just support from the other side, as in the non-physical world with our guides, but we also have support here on this side physically. Now, if, if we really feel we don't have support in our world, then set yourself a new intention to have this kind of support, to intend to meet somebody that can support you at this level in this way. You don't have to be in a love relationship with this person. This person could be your next teacher, your next coach, your next guide or mentor that's in physical form. Could be your next doctor, holistic practitioner that supports you in this way. Um, or psychologist or psychotherapist. Um, or, you know, whatever. It's one of, the, one of the reasons why, you know, I love doing our seminars. Because our, our, our seminars are nothing more than a life-enriching environment where anybody that comes to our classes and stays in our classes, they're constantly getting this abundance of support uh, in the best of ways, in the brightest of ways. And as we hear over and over again, how much just that alone helps them along their journey in getting better at navigating through whatever it is that they're currently navigating through. We all deserve this. We all deserve this. So if you don't have this in your physical space, then set an intention. 
intend for this to happen, ask for this to happen, offer a prayer to the universe, to spirit, to God, ask for this type of person or this type of a program, which is usually led by that type of a person, whatever that might be, and it will come. It's like, you know, that old, old adage, when the student is ready, go ahead, Mickey, why don't you complete that for us? The teacher appears. The teacher appears, which means the support. The support comes in on a physical level. And that's something that at least most of us on this planet could really, really benefit from. Absolutely. Well, what a fascinating episode this has been. Uh, thank you, George, for the awesome question. Yeah, we went off on a pretty uh, neat path here. <laughs> Absolutely. You never know where it's going to end up. You know, it's such a great journey during these podcast episodes. <laughs> well, that's George's con contribution by just simply submitting in his question. And look what happened here today. I love it. I absolutely love it. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dale, for all your wisdom and insight. I can only imagine who your guides are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few of them, all right. Pretty cool. An army, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And do remember, you too can get your question answered during one of our podcast episodes and get entered into our best question bonus giveaway. All you've got to do is submit your question, and you'll get automatically entered into that ongoing drawing to win one of Dale's transformational courses. And let me tell you, that insight and wisdom that you heard today, that's just a tip of the iceberg for what's in these courses. Any single one of them is it got life-changing teachings that can impact your life for the better forever. So send your question into us at askdale at askdaleanything.com. And we look forward to sharing it in a future episode. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you wanna get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at dalehalawaycom forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.